Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. What a show today. We got two very special guests, and I'm telling you, uh, lots to learn from here. Our very first guest on the show today is a bona fide rocket scientist. I'm not joking, a real rocket scientist. I, I know her, I get to talk to her and you get to meet her. And she's talking to us about business continuity, which is very important with all the things that we're going through today. So we've been throwing a real curveball. We all know that, but there are plenty of tactics that we can employ to keep a sense of normalcy and to find what I call a pony in there somewhere. And it's, you know she's originally from South Dakota, so hey, she's a Westerner, so we know what ponies are. So how do we find the problems we can solve instead of trying to solve the world's problems? Well, Rachel Headley is our guest, and she is going to take us there in this conversation. So welcome to the show, Dr. Rachel M.K. Headley. Thanks for coming on the show today. Well, thanks, Jeffrey. A lot. Really happy to be here and excited to be on Zoom with you. We've been doing Zoom a lot, but uh, it's nice to see your face on one. Well, we do Zoom, and then, of course, uh, we're recording it uh, through all the necessary means to be able to go out on CC Radio. You, you've been able to help our organization. We had you come in, and we also had you involved with our Hero Club in the C-Suite Network, where we actually did some assessments of people in a different way that you do that. What are the problems you're looking to solve right now? Well, we measure chaos tolerance and uh, and the lack thereof in organizations and individuals. So what we're really solving right now are problems around people having to work remotely and how you can think about all your people, uh, what style of business you have, um, how resistant you are to change or flexible. And then uh, for CEOs, how are they, how can they support their people best? Because it's the right thing to do but it's also critical to business continuity. So those are some of the things we're really looking at. So we've seen a shift in how we do business. Obviously right now, all of us are shifting, we're changing. Um, people are calling it, oh, it's not normal. But I've always said, hey, it's uh, anything you do is the new normal, that's normal. you know. And it's different for you, but normal for me, or it's normal for you and different for me. But is there going to be a new normal? I think the new normal is going to be much more, mm, you know, I think there's going to be more appreciation. I think there's going to, I think we're going to value our people more um, because yeah. frankly, this distancing is making, especially team driven people like us, it's making us really frankly miss that energy interaction and exchange. I mean, video conferencing should be the new normal for the distance, but that's still not the same as being present. And frankly, I was just thinking this morning, I miss hugging people. Like I'm not a big hugger. But when I see yeah. good friends and good colleagues, I love to, that's sort of my exuberant American expression. And I don't get that right now. So I think we're going to actually have a lot more appreciation for our people uh, broadly. I mean, Hero Club and what, and your, and your groups uh, already have that to a large degree, but I think we'll see that uh, more broadly. Well, I think there are th some things that are actually going to stick out of this process, right? You know, I, you know, I, I keep saying I'm still surprised how many people are now washing their hands. That's always been surprising. <laughs> I did it before you know? it was cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, and but you know, uh, wow, I just is surprising. I do believe that we're going to see a lot more conferencing like this, where we're visiting um, over Zoom. 
or over some other video conferencing sure. tool that somebody might use. Although hats off to Eric Wan. I, I actually emailed him uh, today and introduced him to another executive that was trying to reach him. I, I do believe he's created an unbelievable tool. I mean, their valuation's gone from a few billion to over 40 billion, at least as we're on uh, today. But um, what do you, what do you think's going to stick in the new norm besides that? You know, what else do you think will stick? I, I, you know, I think we're going to be more neighborly, right? Mm-hmm. You know, do you, so talk to me about personality types and, and how you think they might different in, in this new norm. Well, you know, the new normal, I think uh, what's going to really happen in, it depends. So if we're talking about the new normal, the next three months, which I think is uh, crazy uh, for everybody. I think that the new normal for the short term, which a lot of us are worried about the most, is a lot of people are going to get more and more stressed out the more isolated they are. So people that are chaotic like us, we're like, we're rolling with it, no sweat. But people, a lot of our people aren't chaotic. And, and like you said, when we worked with your team, there are people in your team even that are, are pretty order tolerant that are going to as this goes on and the insanity doesn't actually go away, that we, you have to have this more chaotic approach, they're going to actually get more and more stressed out. But I think, I think this, uh, you know, the isolation will end uh, hopefully um, sooner than later. And uh, I think then there, we're going to have another big change. I think that's the piece that we're going to be, we need to start on the thinking rest- about. On the restart, on yeah. the restart, because there's so, going to be a restart, right? There's going to be a be big, big change. Restart. There's going to be a big restart and figuring what out what you're asking. How much are we going to stay distant? I have, my company is already virtual uh, mostly. And so, but we do value that personal interaction on occasion. I think more companies will go that way. I think we value our time. Imagine, Jeffrey, how much time we would have. Look at how much more time we have not being in airplanes and waiting in line at security. And for me, the valuable thing about this kind of interaction is that I have so much more time and not necessarily to do, you know, Game of Thrones binging, but to do real things with my family, uh, real time um, capturing. Well, for but that's a point. But that's a point. Use the time effectively and most efficiently and not do the Game of Thrones and not, you know, watch the Tiger show, whatever the hell that show is. I don't even know. I, I have no, I have absolutely no intention of watching or seeing that show. So that's Amen, brother. Amen. So, um, but, but, but beyond that, let's talk, let's talk about, I want to get into the, well, I do think there's some exciting things about that because I save so much more time right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I save a great deal of time, you know, walking downstairs as opposed to driving, you know, 10 miles into town to go to the office or in New York, I actually just walk two blocks, but two blocks is two blocks. I save that time of, of non-productive time to be more productive. Now you've got different personality types. Let's talk about those yes. and let's talk about how they play out because I think this is really cool. Uh, Cause I have to keep this in mind with my own team and who I am. Cause I am a person who likes chaos. I am a person who likes to solve stuff. So uh, for me, eh, no big deal. Right. Easy, easy peasy. So we have two types of chaos tolerant fixers, which are you and your, most of your team, a lot of your team, uh, certainly the hero club are all fixers. Um, hey, we- just a second. Hold that thought. I'm going to come right back. We're going to take a break. C-Suite Radio. Okay, we're back. 
Thanks so much. I just wanted to make that kind of suspenseful about what the four types were. And of course, we have to pay for everything as well. And we've got some great sponsors in the show. Okay, let's keep talking about the kinds of people that we actually have, because there's lots of different ways to measure them. You know, it's like the the drivers, the analyticals, the amiables, the expressives. That's old school stuff. You've really got something that's new school, and I like it even better. Yeah, well, the new school, the reason it's super new school is because we actually created it for actual problems that we have in the workplace. And you uh, mentioned my bio with the head at the top of the hour. My co-founder has a bio from mining. So I saw the same problem. So we thought, well, let's create something that actually solves problems for people regardless of vertical. So what we have is we have fixers, which are like you, a lot of your team, Hero Club, all fixers. Those folks love chaos. They love problem solving. That's what we love. That's what we live on. The independents in the room, they're kind of the original disruptors in the sense of they don't really change things for the better. They're not looking for necessarily solutions. They just want to create something new and different. And we see some of that in entrepreneurs where they create something and then no one buys it. You wonder why they made it to start with. But there are a lot of entrepreneurs or independents. We have, but the order tolerant folks are the folks that are really going to start struggling. Those are stabilizers who love people and they, and they love consistency. And those folks are getting neither of those things right now. And they're doing okay because they're kind of in denial a little bit about the fact this is going to be kind of a long-term deal. And so starting in three or four weeks, we're working with companies in New York City. They've been locked down a lot uh, sooner than other parts of the, of the U.S. And so what they're experiencing right now is what we're going to run into in a couple of weeks, which is they're running into motivation problems, even in their most high achievers, because it's not like they're dealing with problems, fixers especially. There's problems we can't solve right now, and but we want to try. We're pushing, pushing. So yeah. what we're doing is we're offering this structure, this framework to help people understand what's going on with their people so that they can actually create strategic decisions to support. Well, and by the way, this applies whether in we're in this mess right now, oh, yeah. okay, this continuity shift for us, right, in terms of the challenging situation we do find ourselves, or in any business, especially if you're a high growth business, or you're a new company, if you're an entrepreneur, or if you're companies that are going through any kind of innovation or change, you know, and I've always said change, adapt, or die, and that's what you have to truly do, and I, I hate to use the word die in this situation, but But without question, I don't want your business to die. I want it to succeed. And so I love tools like this. So let's talk about, you know, let's talk about somebody like myself. I always like to talk about myself, but I'm a fixer. And as are our Hero Club, I was amazing when we did an assessment of all of our Hero Club leaders. These are value-based CEOs, entrepreneurial CEOs who are value-based. They have have real strong convictions and values. And we, we, uh, we tested them. And they were all in the same quadrant, all of them, all of them. Not not like, like maybe one or two squeaked out, all of them. And it was like, holy, you know, whatever moment that to be able to see that. So when you see people in fact, a lot of people that I'm seeing in the chat room right now and and following us on on LinkedIn and, and Facebook live, they're, they're like this. So let's talk about them and the kind of things that they like. And then how do I get along with the team? Who's not like me? Who's not like me? Well, even people like you can drive you nuts, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have a list of those people. I keep a list at all times. Everybody, all CEOs have a list, right? Yeah. Uh, Well, what we we look at, so fixers love chaos. And right now, a lot of us are leaning into this new normal 
what's going on right now with the social distancing and how we can support people even when we don't get to see them. And, and we love that. Um, but the challenge is a lot of times in this kind of environment where there's a lot of opportunity, some, maybe some of the fixers on your team are thinking, well, Jeffrey, you know, you're thinking about going this way. We could go this way, but you're like, no, no, we're going this way. And yeah, so yeah. <laughs> what happens in a chaotic environment, all your fixers want to chase different problems. So right. making sure that you're kind of focusing on the, the priorities is important. Um, for people that are more chaos or for more order tolerant, we're, we're the chaos people for our order. What was that word? The word? What order tolerant. Order tolerant. Okay. Order. Yeah, I say it fast. Yeah, you do. Order I thought tolerant. it was a new word. I would, didn't know. <laughs> I should just make a new word. And that's a good. Yes, for our order tolerant brethren. And most people, they're doing the the real like day in, day out, consistent work for us. We need these people because they're the ones yeah. that you yeah. actually get right. Done, right. Right. But these are the folks that are going to really. Although struggle. they frustrate, they frustrate oh, us. Yes, too. they frustrate. Yeah, it's very us. frustrating. Um, because we're all about figure it out as we go, right? Yeah. You always say we're we're building the plane as we fly it, right? Right. And those folks do not deal well. Like they no. want. I, I worked with one um, stabilizer who is an order tolerant person, and she wanted me. We're going to send something out in the mail. It was for a client. She wanted me to tell her what envelope to use, how big it should be, and what which orientation the thing should oh, be. In the envelope. God. And I was like. I do not care. Do See, it. That's, I get a headache thinking about that. I, know. I, I It hurts me. I just want to punch somebody right now. I, I do. I, I hate to say it like that, but when I, but when you have that kind of question, like seriously, I mean, I wrote a whole thing in my last book, Think Big, Act Bigger, about the Caitlin rule. Who had, someone asked me a question like that, and oh. I said, if I have to answer that question, what the hell do I need you for? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. But they, but so here's the secret. Um, now that's a great story. Everyone should read that. But the secret it to this good. envelope woman is that if I didn't take the five minutes, which irritated me to the nth degree, if I didn't take that five minutes and walk through that with that woman, she would have been paralyzed, not done it. And then I would have had to deal with it in two weeks when she hadn't done it. So the yeah. important no, thing you're is, right. yeah, the important thing is right now, especially now, because all of our uh, we're all amped, whether we're stressed or anxious or excited, we're all amped. And so we need to give everyone a little bit of grace more than we normally would, because those people are going to retreat to their corner even more. We're going to push out on that chaos side even harder. And so we're going to actually be farther apart than we were but when things are oh, but normal. Now you're asking me to have patience and that's not a, that's not that's a virtue good, that I Especially right now, because you want to get things going, right? Well, so, we, well, we're under such great pressure. I mean, yes. I mean, I, you know, I was on the t team huddle team last night and I said, Hey, we made payroll, you know, but you no, know, we made payroll. Congratulations. Right? That is incredible. No, I mean, but you, and I tend to make it next week and a week after and every week and never have to lay anybody off. And thank goodness the government's actually helping us with some of these uh, loan programs, which will be gifting programs. And uh, and thank you, by the way, we're team members. It was like right. you first got the first link and said, Jeff, have you seen the link? Have you seen the link? And you got it to me and boom. Yeah. And then of course the system's now changed four times, but nonetheless, <laughs> I, I don't care. We're all doing it. Right? But the government is the first time the government's shown up and said, I'm here to help. And we actually think they really will. So yeah, this is really crossed. cool. And that, but that patience is a tough thing right now because, you know, we're, we got so much on our deal. But I, let me give a kudo out to Jason Forrest, who's been a, a member of ours. And he has this uh, philosophy of no show do. 
and you know it, uh, you and I know it, just like the envelope lady, you know, uh, we know it, we got to show it. And then now she's got to go do it. And there, there is some aspect of that. And I have to, I have to step back as a leader, as a fixer in your, in your uh, vernacular Mm -hmm. of being able to sit back and say, okay, now let me show you what we're going to do. Right. And that, but but I I don't like it. I got to tell you, I can't, I, I hate it. I don't like it. It goes against everything in my deal. Like, I mean, seriously, you know, mm-hmm. but, but I have to, I have to, as a leader, stop back from that. That's just difficult. Yeah. Well, the one of the secrets that you've actually maybe achieved and don't even know it is that your COO, uh, is it yeah. Ashley? Yeah, Ashley. And in essence, oh, don't, yeah, she doesn't have that title, but yeah. Oh, that's whatever. Close. Whatever yeah, yeah, but she's, that's yeah, correct. She's the head of operations. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your, operate, your operations person. Yep. Um, yep. She is actually much more order tolerant than you are. So what, oh, yeah. she, what, what, so what you're doing is you're leaning on her to take all of your big ideas and, and chaos that you love. And she's yep. helps to translate that down into the team right. who is way more order tolerant than she is. So yeah. that's the important thing is to have surround yourself with people that can help translate when you get amped and you want to push who can yeah. you have around you that can translate that into your team? And that's kind of yeah. So I and I have like three of those because different yeah. parts of the business. So I have that's right. I have Ashley who's on the operational side. I have Tyler who's more on the architectural side of yeah. like you know he's fast becoming the the chief technology officer of the business. But but really saying okay, this is how we're going to structure it. Yeah. And she'll talk about how we're going to operate it, but he's going to say how we structure it and how we build it and get it built. And I'm just telling him right now, just, just, he's checking in with me all the time about, cause we are oh. making some pivot. Yeah. I'm right. just, I'm just saying, go, yep. go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just get it done. And yes. then my other one is, is my other partner, Carl has been with me forever, who is <laughs> very much that operational guy and who starts every question with, uh, you're not going to want to hear this. You know, that's every call. Yeah. And I have to go through that. Oh, isn't it great when they know you so well, but, but the important thing is those folks are actually working with the rest of your team who actually don't plug into that chaos as well as those folks do. So they're helping you translate and that's important to have on your team. Yep. Hey, listen, we're, we're live. This is all business with Jeffrey Hazel talking with Dr. Rachel Hadley of the Rose Group International. So you want to make sure that you go and check her out and download her and do all the stuff you can do to link in with her because she's out there and uh, connect with her on social and just get to know more and more about her and all of her work. But we're going to take a quick break and be right back. We're talking with Dr. Rachel Headley. Now, now, Rachel is the author of a great book all around um, the IX leadership, create high five cultures and guide transformation. And it helps teams get through all kinds of different kinds of problems and understand about each other. And I just think it's absolutely wonderful. I have a big, huge uh, believer in the book. I brought her in. She's talked to our team. And then I wanted you all to know about that. Now, in I read an article not too long ago where you wrote and, and said, recognize your tolerance for chaos. Mm-hmm. What is your tolerance for chaos, Rachel? I'm very high. I am yeah. very high on the top, like so much so. And, and frankly, other chaos tolerant people find me too chaos tolerant. <laughs> so I'm really high. But what that means is I drive most other people crazy. 
And so I have to find ways to communicate and work with people who need more structure. And one of the ways I do that is I actually have, um, I'm a project management professional, so I'm a PMP by certification, and that helps me translate. And so that's one, one tool that you can use to take all your big ideas, translate into actual actionable items, and then hand it off to all those people that need the rules or the plan, and then they can go do it. So that's kind of how I am. I'm very chaos tolerant. So well, I have a, one, we're gonna, we got about a minute left and I want to leave everybody with a real big tip. So what's your real big tip for everybody right now with distributive workforces, with people a little bit higher anxiety than normal, but, but folks, please listen to me, get over this. All right. We got it. We got this. Now we, we can't solve all the problems, but we can get through the next 60 days. We're good business people. We know what we need to do. Let's get it done. Think of it like that. Take, take out the weekends. It's really only 40 days. Okay. And don't forget Moses walked around the desert for 40 years before he found the right place only because he didn't have GPS. We're giving you the answers right here. Okay. Right. All right. So what's the big thing you're going to give to people, make them feel better and, get, get, get there, get up off their butts and get back to work. Uh, be talking to people that are doing it. We are used to eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day interacting with people. And most of us are people, people. And now what we're being asked to do is go home, work on our table or in our home office and maybe have one or two calls a day. That is not how we work best. Don't be afraid to talk more to people. And, and we have had big calls on our hero club group and you can tell people start looking kind of bummed out. And by the end, they're all jacked and excited. Be around people who are doing it and, and lean on that energy and be involved. That's, my That's tip. it. Thank you, Rachel. That's awesome. That's great advice. I think that might be my keeper today is talk to people who are doing it. In fact, that's what you want to do. And you're doing that by just, you know, all of you joining us live on, on LinkedIn and on Facebook. And then of course, listening to the podcast itself. We appreciate it. Rachel, we appreciate you. have been talking with Dr. Rachel Headley. She's the author of the book, the IX leadership, create high five cultures and guide transformation. You can check her out. Look her up on Rose group international Rose group international. You'll find her there. She's a rocket scientist and she's been a rocket scientist with us today, giving some great advice. Rachel, thanks for being on all business with Jeffrey Hazel right here on C-Suite Radio. Hey, at the end of every show, I, or this part of the episode, in this case, I like to talk about the things that I learned. And i tell you what my takeaway was. Talk to people doing it. You know, don't go asking for opinions, ask for counsel. That's a great way of learning. Counsel. Counsel comes from people who actually do it. Opinions come from people who think they might have done it or maybe driven by it. And so I love the advice that Rachel has given us in this particular in this particular instance of talk to people who are doing it and really get some good counsel. That's a smart thing to do. Learn that right here. Hey, don't forget, you know, Stick around because we have another guest coming up and we've got some real silver linings in it. Hey, my next guest today is someone who sees silver linings 
in pretty much everything he does. He's one of the most positive people I have ever met. And I think everyone will agree that this guy has many things figured out. He's inspirational to me. I love talking to him. I love having a cup of coffee with him, or in this case, a cup of Joe. We're talking about Joe Swinger. He's the CEO and founder of the Silver Linings Network and a best-selling author of Awaken the Magic Within, the seven essential virtues for incredible success. Now, we talk about love and what's love got to do with business? Now, normally we'd keep that out of the equation because when you talk about love or other things that go with it, that gets you an HR conversation. But in this case, it's it's impactful, it's insightful, and we need a little magic. And Joe is certainly here to provide it. Welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, Mr. Joe Swinger. So welcome to All Business, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us. Jeffrey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Well, you're looking good, my friend. I'm so glad that we've got you sequestered in one spot because I know everybody's always after you to do other things. And I'm so glad that you have got us uh, right here on the show live. And I'm sure we're going to get some great questions and comments from our audience. But I have a few for you. First of all, in business, listen, we know things change. They change all the time. The purpose that we had a month ago may not be the purpose that we certainly have right now. So how do you shift perspectives, Joe? Well, the important thing, I think, is to first, uh, don't panic, right? Everybody's getting stressed out and panic. And you really have to step back and live with an intention. And so the purpose is really, uh, things have changed, and it's it's how do I want to serve my associates right now? How do I want to serve my customers? Uh, what's important to me? And does it matter? We, we want to find things that have meaning and matter because most of the time we're just, you know, it's all about revenues and sales and those kind of things. But I, I like what you've said, you know, drive and thrive. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to not just thrive in business, but personally. You know, we've been given this gift of time and, and we really need to use it to develop ourselves as leaders and people and uh, and that kind of thing. You know, I it's a, yeah, I thank you very much for saying that. You know, I first said, what could we come up with? What could we say? What would be the theme, the mood that we want to put to people? And I came up with Drive and Thrive. It's not about selling. It's about, you know, helping. It's about doing things, about action. Get into the game. And someone said, well, what's the end result? I said, I don't know. Make your own end result. You know, that's what it's about. You got to, but if you don't drive, you're not going to thrive right now. And, and you know, it's interesting. You said so many people are panicked. And, and I've had some of my employees and some of the people I know who are panicking. All right. I do know that. I, I, it surprises me because it's a different frame of mind for me because um, we had Rachel Headley on the earlier show and she talked about, you know, people like myself and her, we like chaos. We like to run into burning buildings. You know, we're in essence, I keep telling us you, you like people like yourself and like myself, we're, we're business first responders. So are you surprised at the number of people who are actually like, I mean, really worried and, and panicking? I am. And, uh, you know, the first week people were just uh, not panicking as much. And now the second week, we're in the third week. And uh, many people, there's like this energy out in the world that's, that everyone is feeling. Uh, people are, everyone, you know, everyone I'm speaking with is tired. There's this malaise. Uh, you know, whether they're working on the job or at home. And 
it's it's something out there and we really have to step back and not react and live with intention and and great things can happen in this period and uh yeah, yeah I, you know i say i i actually said to somebody you know and i don't mean to be callous about it but there has to be people like me who will say this um you know it's like that scene out of the uh a few good men you want me on that wall you need me on that wall and i'm not trying to be callous but don't waste a, a crisis. Don't waste it. I mean, I don't get up off your ass, get up off your, get out of your pajamas and get, get, get your head in the game. Put your, put your big boy panties on big boy pants. All right. Let's get going here. Big girls. What's you there? I don't care. Either one. Don't I'm, I'm equally, I'm going to offend everyone equally here. Right. So, but my point is you got to get going. So how do you, how do you awaken? You you wrote in this. You've written this book. Awaken the magic within. I mean, how do we get that spark going in people, Joe? Uh, well, the first thing I want to say is I appreciate everything you've been doing, Jeffrey. You you are uh, like out there doing everything with these lives, and you're having Sunday get-togethers and Sunday and, scotch. Uh, I'm doing Sunday scotch. Let's throw that yeah. out there. Yeah, and uh, I'm thinking about showing up on Sunday with my beer just to just to see what happens. Well, we're going to ridicule you if you if you show up with a beer and our scotch, which is mostly brown liquor. You can bring you can bring an Irish whiskey, you can bring an American bourbon, but if you bring anything that's it's not those, we will make fun of you. Okay, I'm just telling you, but we'll welcome you and we'll give you a virtual hug. We'll still welcome okay. you. So I, I think a, a good way to think of it is what I call living the VIP lifestyle. So you're sure. you're living with vibrancy, impact, and purpose, and what I love about it is that everyone wants to be a, be a VIP. So if you're treating your customers like a VIP, your associates like a VIP, it, it's really going to make a difference. So yeah. what do I mean by the VIP lifestyle? So living with vibrancy is really your energy. And I, and I think you really have to start the morning with some kind of routine. And if you look at the successful people, most of them have some kind of morning routine. So, you know, are you, are you doing, uh, you know, exercise? Are you eating well? Are you, uh, is it a positive mindset? Are a you meditation, meditation, meditation yoga, journaling? I mean, yeah. and, and how about journaling? How about putting your feelings and thoughts down? what you're experiencing during this period. I mean, I think really that this is how you awaken the magic. You, you really have to, you know, get rid of the noise we hear all the time because we're so busy and media driven and, and listen to that voice inside. And then, you know, impact, if you have that vibrancy, you can really impact your customers, your family, your, uh, your associates. And, and what am I doing and saying? How do I yeah. make a difference in treating these people? I think, you know, we do all these employee surveys in this business, in these businesses, and really it comes down to, do I matter? And if you can help your associates feel that, you know, we, we always hear the saying, uh, you know, people are not going to remember what you said, but they're going to remember how you made them feel. This is a fantastic time to show people, and, and that's exactly what you're doing. We, we are seeing you everywhere, and when this is over, people are gonna remember, hey, Jeffrey was Air Force. And I think everyone should model that structure that you're doing. 
Well, thank you so much. Hey, Joe, I need to take a quick break. We're going to take a pause for one of our advertisers. And don't forget, hey, the advertisers help us bring these shows, bring this great wisdom, bring this great energy. So let's take a break and we'll be right back. C-Suite Radio. Hey, thanks so much. We're talking with Joe Swingers, the CEO and founder of the Silver Linings Network and a best-selling author of Awaken the Magic Within. And he's talking about being a VIP and giving a VIP treatment to everybody. I love that, Joe. Hey, we got a question from uh, one of our uh, listeners or one of our viewers who's watching us live as we're broadcasting from LinkedIn and from Facebook, uh, Carl Kispert. I hope I say that right, Carl, so bear with me. He's the Chief Executive Officer of MGO Technology Group. Thanks, Carl, for asking this question. It's a tough one, Joe, so get ready. So when I speak to people, they say they see numbers, almost a million infected and 10 million unemployed, right? So how do you get, to, how do you get people to see the silver lining? That's a tough one. Yeah, uh, so, so the first thing, all, all we can do is, is control what we control. And I like yeah. to say, take 100% responsibility or your actions, your thoughts, and your feelings. We, we really, again, a lot of people, many uh, you know, of our employees and customers are frightened of the unknown. Many, even people with full-time jobs are very frightened. Uh, I know somebody with four jobs, they've lost the three part-time jobs. And, and, and so I, I think to just talk about that or even feel it, quite frankly, I, I think we're doing a disservice because uh, again, if we can get in the inside uh, and talk with people, it's going to make all the difference. So what's the silver lining in a big number like that? Well, the silver lining, I think, is, you know, what can you do as an individual to help I, people, right? Yeah, but spot on, Joe. I think, I mean, you've, you and I have talked about this as silver linings. I mean, I think the first thing, your first silver lining you got to do is look, at, look around you immediately. Your immediate family, those that you love the most, that. What's your silver lining there? And then incrementally go out. How can you provide or be that shining beacon for others and do this and provide the silver linings in your community with your work, you know, your workforce inside your community, inside your state, inside the world, inside your industry. I mean, we keep doing it. I, I think that's a great example of that. Absolutely. And I, I the, you know, the gentleman that you mentioned, I don't know if he's, you know, if his workforce is at home or not, but uh, people are out are remote working, you still have to touch them every day. You have to greet them every day. You have to have like a morning huddle. You have to get together and ask how the family is. You have to, you know, have a fun time chat or, you know, again, like, like your Sunday thing, maybe you have like a happy hour, but you have to make those people feel uh, secure in their job and what they're doing and thank them. And yeah, I love what you said, start small, start with the family. You know, the community, so many great stories out there, Jeffrey, of community shopping for people and, and you know, giving them well, a toilet we, Well, and we even had, you know, one of the things I'm doing is I'm telling people to keep, keep customers, you know, at the forefront, you know, keep them engaged. So I've been reaching out to our members in our Hero Club and all of our members and throughout the C-Suite Network, and we've got, you know, thousands. So we're trying to reach them, and we don't hear from them. And today we, we were able to reach somebody who actually asked, he and his family just got through the COVID virus and he's fine, still coughing, still having problems. But he said, hey, thanks for reaching out, you know, because we hadn't heard from him and we were trying. Of course, you know, he wasn't answering email. Of course, we, we now know why. Um, but nonetheless, you have to do that. Hey, I need to take a quick break. Let me take another quick break and we'll come right back. C-Suite Radio. 
We're talking with Joe Swinger, who is the CEO and founder of the Silver Linings Network. We're all talking about all about silver linings and where you might be able to find this. Joe, don't you think another silver lining that we're going to find in all this? Look, and it's going to get bad. It's going to be tough. But, you know, look, I can't help that. I can't. I can't. I'm not a doctor, not a nurse. I can't even sew a mask. Okay, but I got to do what I got to do. And I, you're a business first responder. I'm a business first responder. So I'm going to do everything I can to go out there and help people. I'm going to go out there and do everything I can to help their businesses. I'm going to do everything I can to give them the platform that we have at C-Suite Radio, C-Suite TV, C-Suite Advisor, C-Suite, you know, C-Suite Academy, C-Suite Book Club, anything I got, man, it's yours. Go do it. Make, make, you know, make good with it. But I actually think this is going to be a, make us a friendlier nation or a friendlier world. And I actually, somebody said, we've been talking about friendlier. I think, I think it's going to make us more neighborly. What do you think? I really agree, Jeffrey. You know, you mentioned the book at the beginning. Those seven essential virtues, I believe, sets the foundation for anyone to be a great person. And then you can just go beyond and and do the things that you're doing. Uh, one thing that I did, uh, I'm on the neighborhood app. There's like 32 neighborhoods around here. I think they're around the country. And I put in there, hey, my gift to you, and I'm giving. I'm giving. Uh, 10 books to any neighbor that awesome. wants to transform their life during this period. And I said, I'll even deliver it to your doorstep. And I had a multitude of people that after, right after this call, I'm going to go delivering them in the neighborhood. And it's just little things like that. I'm thinking, what can I do? You, you know, you mentioned reaching out to people. I joined LinkedIn, I think it was like 2008 or not, something like that. I yeah. went back to my number one contact in 2008 and just said, hey, I haven't touched base with you in years. Just checking to see how you're doing. And, uh, you know, nothing else. I mean, just people want to know that you care, that you're thinking of them. Well, but the other thing is, uh, you know, it, you're doing good. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're also going to get business from this. I have no doubt about it. By by giving, you will get. But if you give, give, get, you get, get, get. And I've always found that. I don't even know who coined that. I, I know I'm borrowing it from someone. So my apologies to the original author, because I would certainly do that. But but not to say that you're 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 doing it for, you know, business reasons. You're doing it to help people. And if business comes out of it, there's nothing wrong with that. Even when we're when when we're feeding poor people, the, you got to eat yourself, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, I I try not to think about what am I going to get in return because it's that expectation that sometimes I don't want it to cloud my giving, like you say, give, give, give. But you do have to eat. You have to get business. But I think it's just you know it's great to just lay the groundwork for great relationships. And, and uh, you know, people, it's, it's difficult for people to spend money now anyway. You know, as a coach and a, and a trainer, uh, even people with full-time jobs are pulling back now and because they don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, again, you're just there to support them. And, you know, when the time comes, I, I, I really feel that we'll get paid back uh, in much greater numbers. So what, let me get, we got a minute left here, Joe. And uh, of course we're live here on LinkedIn or we're live on Facebook. And this is all business with Jeffrey Hazel on C-Suite radio. Thank you for tuning in. We're talking with Joe Swinger, the CEO and founder of the silver linings network, bestseller of the book, uh, bestseller author of the book, awaken the magic within the essential seven virtues for incredible success. Joe, 
what what one bean of wisdom would you give to people right now? Well, I I would, you know, one of the beans is love. And Mm. I think this is the time that we have to, number one, love ourselves. It's very difficult for people that lose their jobs or especially the breadwinner and you're home and you feel defeated, you feel like a failure. You, You can't beat yourself up. You have to love yourself and then love others. You know, we we talk about this virus. I mean, really, to most of us, unless you have a microscope, it's a it's a hidden force, and it's a hidden you know thing that's taken the world down. But I believe it's those hidden forces of tolerance and love and compassion and forgiveness that really is going to bring this world back once once we have this evil thing out. Well, Joe, thank you very much. It, uh, what you're giving us is uh, beans of wisdom, but also just magic beans. That's what I like, magic beans. You're giving us magic beans, and we talk about the Silver Linings Network with the founder, Joe Swinger, right here. This has been Jeffrey Hazlett with All Business on C-Suite Radio. Joe, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jeffrey. Hey, at the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. I talked to you earlier about the things I learned from Dr. Headley about Talk to those that do it. But I'll tell you what the one I learned here, VIP. I love that. I love that he said, give everybody a little VIP treatment. We all like to be a VIP. Vibrancy, impact, and purpose. Give them that lifestyle. I thought that was insightful today. That's a beans of wisdom. Beans of wisdom. That's the got to read his book to find that out. Okay. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in uh, to this show and these episodes that we're recording. This is awesome to have you with us. And don't forget to tell other people to join us. This has been Jeffrey Hazlett right here on All Business on C-Suite Radio. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.